When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the Everton Daily Live. Me and Ned are here. Gonna chat um, about... Anna Danjima about Everton briefly about Everton mm-hmm. negotiating a third round replay and moving into the FA Cup fourth round where they will now face Luton Town amongst other things as well Ned uh, how are you lad? I'm not so bad mm, it's cold last night there at that match it wasn't was it? absolutely grim <laughs> I don't know how many times I've sat in Goodison freezing and it still baffles me how people like Jack Harrison runs around in it in a in just a t-shirt, I'm like you're mad. I don't know. I don't know when you're playing, you're not cold. No. I, I, I like. Yeah, this gloves on. We're all the same when we're playing. You, you start taking layers off, and you're like you're sweating them. But Jesus, it's bad last night. <laughs> I told you I was talking to someone in the Bullens after the game who had a pair of shorts on, and he hadn't been playing. He was just watching the game, and he was like, "Nah, I don't feel a cold. I just couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it." Um, but we'll come back on to that magnificent game last night um, but Arna Danjuma did not get on the pitch last night in a game that I certainly thought he'd be brought on the pitch yeah. at some stage and it was probably crying out for maybe him with half an hour to go just to liven it up a little bit I say that potentially because he's he's not really done much in an Everton yeah. shirt but we've got stories crying out for a change anyway We've got stories today that um, he is going to move on. I mean, once all of that was kicking off last week, people thought he's definitely going. And he you know, played against Aston Villa, didn't he? But he did go straight down the tunnel when he got brought off. Yeah. He wasn't involved last night. It doesn't look like his, he's got a future at Everton for the rest of the season. That doesn't mean he will definitely yeah. go, obviously. But, but what's your take on it? Be surprised he didn't get on last night. Um, no. And really, I, yeah. I, and I wasn't really thinking. When Dobbin came on, I was just like... Because I think we were comfortable as well. Yeah. And I say that as in, we weren't like... We weren't by far the best team. I wouldn't even say, say necessarily we're the best team. Um, I just thought they were t- two poor performances last night. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I think they were the better team in the first half for me, up until we scored at least. Um, but he's he's just it just hasn't gone nowhere near as well as I thought. I thought he'd be a key player at the start of the season. The type of player he is, he's the player who can play up front, number ten, wide, and we haven't quite got that. Especially with Decore not in the team, you think, well, he is someone who can play close to a striker, unlock teams. He's a bit tricky, you know. He has got a bit, of, you know, quite a bit of pace in him. But every performance, you know, every every all the minutes I've seen them, I haven't seen enough to to suggest that he should get a start. Even when McNeil is like last night, not not match fit in my opinion because he he was poor last night. McNeil, in my opinion. So when yeah, he didn't have a good game. So when he's nice. playing, however minutes he played, and then Dan, and then Dobbin comes on, who let's be honest, hasn't exactly set the world alight either. It it just shows that you're clearly not in the manager's favour. But what I would say is, he's a squad player who's here on loan. If you let him go, are you looking for just to replace that a squad player? Because who you're gonna get? Who's who's gonna come in January? Who's gonna let a decent player go and come to a team? You can get into Everton's squad realistically because we're a mid-table team, so we'd have to get someone pretty good to come and go straight into our team, and you're not going to get that in January. But certainly with the finances we've got, we'd have to get someone on loan. I don't think that's available. So if he's banging the door down to go, and you're going to let him go, then to find a replacement for a squad, a, a squad player or bench warmer. You may be able to find one out there if you're going to get one better than Dan Juma. I don't think so, but personally, I would let him go. But no, I wasn't surprised that he didn't get on last night because I was. Really, I was. Even, I with, was. even with his links away, and yeah, because Villa. well, he started them though against Villa, and he played yeah. sixty whatever it was, sixty-five minutes. He only played well for ten minutes. Oh, and no, I'm not. Listen, I'm not sat here. I'm not sat here going. Um, I'm not sat here saying things like, you know, he hasn't been given a chance and he hasn't been done this and he's been treated unfairly and all that. Uh, it's it's not about that, but I just think there's moments in games where he's already, it's not even like, and this isn't even a thing anymore, but years ago, clubs wouldn't play players because they'd be cup-tied and all that. Yeah. But, hey, there's no one in England that wants to take him anyway, so that's irrelevant. And B... I don't think anyone cares anymore. People just play. People give get bring players on the pitch for two minutes, even though they might be leaving to another English club. So I think them days are gone. But last night, I just thought it's all about getting over the line of the manager. If the manager has made his mind up and he's just gone right, you know, we don't know what goes on. on. Sean Dykes might have been fuming with him on, on Sunday because he walked straight down the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So he might have made his mind up then and gone, right, let this fella go. He doesn't want to be here. He might not. Dan Juma, for all we know, might have needed the best. Right? But I just, personally, I just thought we'd, I thought he'd freshen it all up. They brought five subs on, don't forget. And we made our first sub in about the 84th minute or something. I think Dyche has got to the point now. fifth minute and then 84. I, I think Villa was a chance for him, probably a last chance. For him, because we saw many games where Dobbin would come on and Dan Juma wouldn't get a sniff, and then suddenly he gives him a start in January after he's been linked with the move away. Text him off after now and he's storming down the tunnel. I think that's chance gone for him. But I think we get to a point where Dan Juma is becoming no option or like the least favourable option to get on the pitch mm. when he's in the team. 
is it an even is there even a case where we need to where we need to replace him because he's he's almost like he's not there anyway. We and, do have to replace him. But I think we're at that point now where we're getting through we're getting through winter where we've had all the all the games, the midweek games where we're constantly playing and you pick up all your injuries and you get start to get to that point now, February, March, start of February, back into February, where you're just playing once a week and you're setting to get a consistent team or you got all your players back and you start seeing the same team every week. Mm. Um, if you replace him, because another one as well, which I haven't even mentioned, the ideal situation this month would be let, would, would be to let Dobbin go out on loan for his own development. That's not going to happen, is it? Um, no. But, but, can, can he? I'm, I'm not even seeing any real links to players. Obviously, we've had Hannibal Medjbury, who's, who's not mm. even a winger, completely mm. different player, but I'm not even seeing, seeing any real links to players who can come in and, and replace that role that Dan Juma's doing. Mm. Should become a squad player. Well, no, well, did it? I mean, there was one, there was a, uh, I think it was a Brazilian, Enrique Brazilian, the other day. He was a wide player at Everton Malinkwood. But I don't know if there's anything in that. There was an early link to um, another South American winger early on, wasn't there? But yeah, young lad. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's going to be pulling up any trees. But I think we need we need two players in, really. You know, we've got a midfield at the moment that is James Garner and Amadou Onana. Mm. Andre Gomez is playing by almost by default. Isn't he? Because there's nobody else, yeah. you know. And listen, he's done all right, and he's he scored a good goal. That was totally unbefitting of the game last night. Player who's out of contracts in the summer, isn't he? He's going to leave in the summer anyway. We had a, we've got Adelaide Corey with another hamstring injury, so anywhere between two, four, six weeks with him. Hopefully, it's not too bad, but we don't know, do we? So therefore, if if we got an injury to, you know. <laughs> Amadou Onana or James Garner, what, what would we be left with? Andre Gomez would have to go and play in the one of the two, and he, he he's not quick. It, the reason why it's kind of working with him at the minute, in in a in a way, is because he doesn't have to do those doggies. He doesn't have to chase people around the pitch. He's almost cheating as a midfielder a little bit, like when the Corey plays there. But the Corey covers so much more ground. But we've got no options. Mm. The next option would be then to give someone like Mackenzie Hunt a go. I'm not against giving young players a go, but it's the manager doesn't strike you as someone who wants to do that. I mean, when he's bringing on Beto with four minutes to go. Yeah. You see, if I was Beto, I'd have just gone, I'm not going on, mate. In four minutes, are you joking me? Mm. Okay, he ended up having 10 because they got six minutes from somewhere. But he that was a game for him to play in last night, Beto. And he gives him four minutes. And I think that's the one you're going to criticise Sean Dyche. That's what you'd have to point the finger at him. His subs aren't great. He don't, I don't think he uses his Doesn't enough. like that. We're getting injuries now. Yeah. You know, and players are looking tired. McNeil doesn't look fit. He was, he was, he had a poor game last night, Wayne McNeil. You know, Jack Harrison was, I think he was trying everything last night. He just, he's had better games than that. His decision making was getting sloppy. That can be tiredness. Mm. But we simply don't have, or the manager doesn't believe we've got viable options to change those players yeah. where, and that's why Dan Jume is a strange one because he hasn't played anywhere near yeah. as much as the other two it's bad players. isn't it because he'll give people like like Virginia a go I thought Virginia had a, had a good game for the, the little that he, he had to do um, whether that's a shot win nothing I don't know but <laughs> made two great save well one really good save at the end yeah to keep it 1-0 could have easily been Looked sat like there a for goal. an extra half an hour oh my god I'm imagine that 
So, no one wanted that Hodgson yeah. and Dykes didn't want to like him even more for that. Mm. I think that's why Hodgson took Ezzy off. It's like, let's just make sure. Forget it, just leave it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. That was a game for Beto last night. And certainly a chance to rest some players. They, were, they had nothing. Um, Palace, they were never scoring a goal last night. I could have told you that before it kicked off. Um, Jal Virginia's had to make a good save to, to stop them scoring. The well, I, that, I've well. got confidence in Jal Virginia. See, if I was if I was Roy Hodgson, I'd be saying to the fourth official, do your favour, you know, the start of the game. Just put your board up with 45 minutes. The minute he put that board up with six, it was six like they woke minutes. up. They kind of went, oh, we'll that, have a go, and they started the second. Where did that six minutes come from, by the way? I get the two minutes in the first half. Referee that, was weird as well. Referee was poor as well. Like, the first, like, 35 minutes, he kind of refereed it okay. Yeah. And then he, he just lost the, the plot. Half. Second just, half, he just started the, the yellow again. Everton got three. Evan got three bookings from not nonsense. The Dominic Havertz Lewin one. That Anderson play, shoved play, him over. Player runs into him, trips over, so he gives Anderson one and then for being a little done. bitch. Hmm? And then Anderson just goes, oh, oh, "Why me?" So he goes, "All right then, here's one for no, Dom as well." He was clueless, mate. He was clueless. That I mean, yeah. Anyway, but the call is an interest, interesting one as well. I, I know he's had a couple of. When I say lengthy, I don't mean like six to nine months. I mean like a, like a, the odd month. Mm. There was one in the lockdown season where we listed him for a month and he came back and he showed he was massive. And there was one where Benitez, Benitez was manager and we ended up with Fabian Delph playing next to Allen, which was about a lass. But there's been no real, like, a reoccurring... I don't know if it was a re, It's not a reoccurring injury. It's the other. It's the other leg. But, but to be out for a lengthy... I'm going to say lengthy. We, would, we dropped some points because of a mm. period of time. And then for him to pick up an injury straight away. It's not a reoccurring, but, you know, a similar injury, it's on his leg. He's 31 <laughs> years of age now. What do you do with him? Because it's almost like... Well, you protect him, which is what we're not doing. Well, yeah, we're but doing the opposite to protect him. He, he shouldn't be as important as he is. Because it, it shows what how poor we are without that, him. That, that can happen. the case. I know, but that can happen, can't it? Player who's out of contract. We, you can turn around and say, <laughs> why is he so important? But that happens with... That does happen with certain players, doesn't it? Mm. You look at... Teams play a formation, have a way of playing, and certain players thrive in that and become real key players. But... There is that stat that Everton have only won three games without Abdelaide Corey since he started, yeah. signed, which is astonishing. It's absolutely astonishing, isn't it? I think it's just the way we've, and obviously it was for a while we didn't use him right anyway. But I think it shows now the way we play, um, and certainly it shows how Dominic Albert Lewin plays without without him being so close to him. We just can't seem to. I think we're so poor in the final third. Just, we are poor. Last night, I thought we were shocking. We couldn't Every pass water ball, last night, mate. Harrison's, I think the decision-making more more than anything was really, really poor. Mm. With the core, he's a bit slightly un- unorthodox, if that's a word to use. I think that may- means we get more chances or the ball falls in more. So we get a lot of some goals where it's just in and around the six-yard box. Where last night, it's just a lot of the, it's just Dominic Havertz making runs and a really poor ball in. Or crosses that just take far too long to get to get in. No, you you are right. The final the final ball last night was shocking from most of our players. Got into decent mm. areas and but too delayed it or took too many touches. Set pieces or were shocking. Hit it. Well. Obviously, apart from Andre. Well, Gomez. Andre Gomez, you know, like I said, the the goal was totally unbefitting of the game. You know, it was the one bit mm. of quality on yeah. show all night. 
from two teams that, like I said last night, cancelled each other out. It was think, a cold night, poor game. I think the only time I was worried about sitting there for an extra half an hour was when um, Jean-Philippe Mateta came on, mm. who I wasn't worried about at all, because let's be honest, when we've seen him in the flesh before, he's been absolutely awful. Mm. But I think he caused us a bit of trouble last night, to say the least. I don't know. He done more than I'll be on. No, he done more than, done, all than, game. than Edward. Edward did. Edward was poor. I don't. I was just. I don't. <coughs> sat there last night. I just never thought. I never thought they'd score a goal. But no. until the that's on chain until kind of stop his time at the end. They kind of woke up and had a little flurry. But even that was, you know, it was a huge save from Virginia, and that was it. Really, both teams finished with five shots on target. Yeah, but both keepers, I think. You know, other than that, the star save by Virginia, everything else he had mm. was comfortable and the same with uh, really with Johnston. He both tipped one over in, in the first half at either end. Everything else was you'd expect the goalies to save. So I think the the final third was poor from both sides, but we, we do struggle there. But again, that's why it flips it back to Dan Juma. Yeah. That's why it's a strange one. And and you can only read into something and make it an informed judgment on it from what you are seeing now Everton might have no intention of letting them go and this might be a, a smack on the wrist from Sean Dykes to go when you're subbed you go and sit on the bench with your teammates you yeah. don't walk down whatever it might not he might which, have which just, is fair enough he might, might have just looked last night and gone no I'm just going to bring I'm not going to bring him on I'm going to give Dobbin 15 mm. minutes because he hasn't had a little a sniff lately it's up to him but I just thought there was players there who looked like Jack Harrison was knackered near the end. Yeah. Because he had done he'd done a lot of running around. Dwight McNeil, like you said, could have could have gone off. I think both I think I not neither of them particularly had a great game. No. So that's why you're looking and thinking, right, are they gonna mix that up? Can they mix it up? Will he will he put some fresh legs on and, and take the game away from Crystal Palace here? Mm. Um so we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it, it is, for me, it's imperative if they let Dan Juma go, someone comes in. Got to bring yeah, someone I, in. I, I think whether you get someone who is a bit different and can maybe play that number 10 role as well, because that's one thing we said about Dan Juma, is he's different, he just doesn't get the game time. Or you're bringing someone who's just like, if you're taking McNeil or Harrison off, you've got a straight swap. Because then they're probably more likely to get minutes, aren't they? Like, if McNeil's... McNeil was that poor last mm. night, and Harrison, I've got to say, in my opinion, after 50 minutes, an hour, you're taking them off, you're putting someone who's, who's like for like, and they might just have a better game. Or might be, the problem, for it. again... With Dan Juma on, you're putting something else on, aren't you? The problem, though, you, we're all going to come back to is it's a, it's going to be a loan, and who is available on loan? Who can do yeah. that? That's that's the issue. There's, you're not going to get anyone who's going to come straight into the team, are you? So therefore, why? It begs the question, and why would you leave yeah. where you are if you're not going to come into Everton's team? Why would you even let him go? Why would you let Dan Juma go? Mm-hmm. That's the case. So, one to keep an eye on, because it, 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 it doesn't seem to be any, you know, any kind of resolution where that's concerned. We'll have to wait and see. We don't we don't even know if, it, if, if the manager is giving him a smack on the wrist or he yeah. isn't giving him. He just might have decided last night wasn't wasn't the game for him uh, as it went on. Triple uh, Seven were there. Mm-hmm. Looked like they had about 30 people with them. Um, as we wait for a decision there as well. 
And the more I think about this, the more the more bizarre it is that the Premier League are, yeah. are just able to piss Everton about. Well, seven, seven, seven. Something has made them clearly quite confident that it's going to be approved mm. to be sat there with mm. with Big Kev watching the game. Big Kev, happy high five, everybody. Kev, at one nil. But so if 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 they're so confident, then what's been said, and if if, if it is look like it's going to go ahead, then why is it taking so long to get sorted? Mm. Because we're in a situation now where we don't know where we're going to be at the end of the season. With the obviously we've got the uh, the. Um, the second charge, waiting to find out what's going to happen with that. We've got the first charge where we're still going through an appeal process. So we'd be in a much better situation now if we at least knew that our new owners were coming with, with, over the line. But what was a bit mad was, and again, I don't know this fully for fact, but I was reading that Chelsea, their stuff got put to the side because they were going through a new ownership yeah. thing. So it was like, yeah, we're not even going to look at that because you've got to sort the owners out first. So how come Everton can receive two charges and they're acted upon straight away while the Premier League piss about mm. with their owner tech? I have say we're going to put your ownership on, uh, we're going to put your, the new owner's approval mm. on hold mm. while we sort that out mm. and then we'll look at it mm. or get that done, you're in, and now let's look at the charges. Mm. These are the charges you're going to have to face. But we're getting both from there. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. They're, they're kind of just playing, we'll do whatever we want with your future. Because if it comes out that that we we, we win the appeal, we win the appeal, get mm. the points back, but we're innocent. And then second charge, again, we're innocent. Let's just say... Well, the second charge... Well, that's what the appeal is for. If Everton, if Everton get a favourable result, say, yeah. right, for the first... Instance, the second one goes away. There won't even be well, a second one. So that's what obviously the appeal's for. So let's say we win this appeal. Mm. We've uh, what sort of conversation are we entitled to from what they've put us through during the process? We can't sign players. We've had points taken off us already. Mm. So what does that do on the pitch? Mm. It is. And we're waiting for our new owners to come in. Mm. We can't do. We can't do bugger all. But I, I, I keep saying it. The end of the day. Make the decision quickly. If you're gonna fail them, fail them. Yeah. If you if you're gonna pass them, pass them. Because they must know. You know, the Telegraph have, have ran a thing saying today that um Telegraph Sports has been told there were legitimate questions raised before Christmas on proof of source of funds and adequacy of capital to fund the business plan over three years. According to seven seven seven, those questions have all been answered in full. 
Right, so for him to say, so for Richard Masters to say, it takes time because they, they, they receive answers to questions that are unsatisfactory. The Y77 so confident that they've answered the questions to a satisf- satisfactory mm. level. Just all a bit of a mess, isn't so it? So there's obviously some sort of miscommunication mm. or just blatant lying. He's saying one thing t- to us or to whoever and saying one thing to them. It's no good. The, the reality of it is it's no good, is it? It's it's not benefiting us, it's is it? It's take this long. And while it's still It's an going... open-ended process. That's the issue. They, once again, of of doing whatever they want to do and saying, well, you know, we we don't get round to it in that time. We'll take as long as we want. But yeah. then when you're smacking Everton with a, with these charges, why why are they? have got to be yeah. dealt with immediately. You clearly know we've got... If, on, on your part, Premier League, because you've given us the charges mm. that we've got some sort of financial issue. Of course. To help you, us get our own yeah. in then. But that, and, and again, this is the crux of the thing, is that... The whole the rules are put in to help football clubs, yeah, to try to make sure and protect them so they don't go out of business. Yet what they're doing is actually putting Everton's putting Everton's um, you know thingy at risk. If you don't think it's satisfactory, and, and instead of waiting five years for them to give you right answers, say no, reject it, and let other people come in if there is other people, because mm. they don't know that there there is or isn't, is there? Do they? Ted, have you checked out Brian Murray's thing? Can you... Not that are in. Mm. Not that are in. Um, Brian, the difficulty with this is <coughs> it's it's not actually us. It goes through Premier or Peyton. Um, What's going? Do us a favour. Email us a like picture of where it said it's taking it, and we'll see if we can get in touch with the help desk or whatever and see what's happening and and, and chase that up for you and try and get it sorted. Because we don't actually have we don't have access to that's not us. It's through a third party. Yeah, and and when Ped's checked the the members thing and that where it says what you've paid or whatever, it doesn't show up. So you need to. Either take like a screenshot with your phone and email us that so we can pass it on. Because um, that figure isn't even like if you'd have, if you'd have bought like a year, it, it's that's forty quid. So the figure's not even. You know, just get a picture and, and get it emailed to us. Um, David says, uh, "Morning, gents." I assume we have a replacement lined up if Dan Juma goes, but who? Who knows? Who knows? Well, hopefully soon we start Hopefully someone who would who will come in and, and play a part. Um, Chris says, all right, fellas, if Dan Juma doesn't get any game time, I'd let him go for his own benefit. Love to keep him, but if Dice doesn't rate him, it's unfair for his own future and progress. Yeah, that's fine, um, but... If we have, if we do need a replacement, then we've got to have one lined up. You can't just let him go for him, because at the end of the day, he's under contract with Everton. Mm-hmm. And if we've decided, decided that he's a squad player, and he'll get some minutes when he needs him. Then that's up to the manager, isn't it? If Dan Juma wants more minutes, wants to play more, then he has to prove to Dyche that he's that he's worth starting. But you gave him a start last week against Villa, and I wouldn't say he exactly took his chance. Mm-hmm. 
Kane says, uh, what are the positives to Triple Seven coming to Everton? Personally, can't see any. They will just continue the sink and ship. I appreciate the keeping the club afloat, loan and money. But if they take over, I personally can't see it working. And the main benefit, Farhad Bashiri won't be out running anymore. Which, yeah, let's but... be honest, we've got to think about why we're in such a mess we are. Mm, no, that years. is... That Farhad is... Bashiri, in my opinion. Yeah. He's the owner. I honestly can't sit here, Kane, and say it's it's this, it's that, because we don't know, do we? We wouldn't know till he come in. Um, there's nobody else, as far as I'm concerned at the moment, because nobody said a word. I keep saying it, and people can say, oh, no, they're playing a clever game. Well, not very clever if Triple Seven get approved, is it? And they've lost out. So until until somebody puts the head above the parapet and goes I want to buy Everton and I've got all this money and I'm clean and I'm going to do this, that and the other these are our, I guess these are our only hope that people mightn't like that but that's just if we're dealing with facts right now that's what they are they might come in, get the club moving in the right direction Mightn't they? They might get things organised. They're bringing their own people in. There'll be a big shake-up at the football club, that's for sure, when they come in, if they take over. We've been run We've been run poorly for 30 years, really. Um, I think all you can do is, 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 is just wait and see. I know I know you can reference the other clubs that they own, but like I said for many years with Mishiri, and unfortunately it, was, it wasn't the case with him, learn from your mistakes mm. and do things differently stop doing the same thing and expecting different results mm. unfortunately for him it didn't go that way and we ended up just getting worse and worse because he's never really done and I've got a, a clear plan an mm. idea of what they he, want to do he didn't he didn't learn well, exactly. from it did he just carried on we'll just have to wait and see mm. um, Rita says guys I agree with uh, with that if this guy goes if this guy wants to go rather than let him go yeah, it's only... I mean, I recall Gary Speed and Mickey Thomas being the same players like that, don't play for the badge. There was circumstances of both of those two transfers, Gary Speed in particular. Um, but yeah, if he doesn't want to... He, he, he just wants to play football and the manager's not... He doesn't feel like he's getting a... Um, getting a fair crack at the whip, then why should he stay? Um Ches and Collins says, um, not likely to get more than a couple of points back from the first appeal, then similar again, relegation is now a real reality. I wouldn't say it's a real reality. We're in a relegation battle, but I still think Everton will get way more points than Luton Town. Um, the Blue says, if we had another McNeil and Harrison in the squad, they'd be coming off the bench every game, I think. Well, yeah, that's what I, that's what, like what I was saying before last last night. McNeil and Harrison weren't playing good enough to stay on the pitch. If you've got someone who's like for like and is more up for it and will, will, might be on form that day, they get a chance, they come on, they do the exact thing what the manager has asked if McNeil and Harrison aren't doing it. Yeah. Um... You get someone who's young and takes those opportunities. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Dobbin's quite there yet, there yet. Like I said before, I think Dobbin needs a loan out. Mm. Unfortunately, we're not in that situation. We're not in a situation where we can give him that at the moment for his own development. But Royal Blue said, 
on the radio, the game sounded really exciting. I can tell you that in the stadium, it was really boring. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a dreadful game of football. It really was. Um, but we won. And that all that matters is winning games of football, isn't it? Another clean sheet. Seven clean sheets and 11. We saw a free kick in the flesh. Yeah, good free good kick going in. So, um, Simon Bell says he's personally happy to see how Dice has got the team playing. We're hard to beat. Yeah, the quality isn't there, but it's been much worse. Uh, Emma says only have to look at Mikalenko to see how much players come on with consistent game time. Constant chat about Patterson. It's not like Ashley Young doesn't make costly mistakes. Why not give Patterson the same courtesy? Yeah, I think he's... Um, the terrified Nathan Patterson into like being so safe that you, you don't really want to you know be risky in terms of going forward. And I think mm. the best fullbacks take risks. Um, he looks like he's caught between two at the moment. Yeah. But Jameis Coleman wasn't fit, was he? Otherwise, he'd have played. So Patterson's got to play, and and he will. You're absolutely right, Emma. The more games you have, the better you get. Michalenko is proving that. I think Michelangelo has become a senior player, hasn't he? I think that's just maturity. But I think... Experience. Yeah, yeah. But I think the minute Young's fit, he'll play. Patterson will be back out the shred. Um, What did you make of Patterson last night? Like I said, he looks terrified. Yeah, defending. He looks scared to make a mistake. Mm. And it's like they've got into his head to, like, just be safe, just be safe. Yeah. When we got him, and when you see him, how he used to play, he'd uh, he'd fly forward. Confident, wasn't when he got Rangers, he'd forward. I know it's Scotland, but his natural game was to fly forward yeah. and, and create chances. Where we just got him, they've got him absolutely terrified. Played some decent balls last night over the top to Calvert Lewin. Well, he did, yeah. Um, EFC number nine says as far as to. Spot triple seven three hundred million to try and KM and give the Premier League the finger. Um, Killing them, I think. Luke says, Baz, can you get Carragher on and educate him about why we feel we're being hard done to? He's trying to spin the narrative. We should accept what the Premier League are doing. I have actually spoken to him. I don't think I get. He is. He has said what he said was the. Our frustrations and anger should be at the club as well. Um, and he's right in that respect, because it should be. But it is what it is. We can't go back. And the board have gone. Haven't they? The board that were there have gone. Um, and the Premier League are. They are doing Everton. They are. It, it, the whole thing's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And... We're basically just we're a sacrificial lamb because they want to try to they want to try to head off an independent regulator, which is going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. So they're losing the battle with that. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of Carragher's thinking as well comes from the fact that he said on Sky, didn't he? That Everton, the worst ranked club in England, mm-hmm. he said that the club came out or rang him and said that's that's you can't be saying that. And he's saying, well, 
he's basically said, now. Oh, he's been proven, hasn't he? He's been proven, correct. But a lot of people thought that, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair to him, he did say it when other people were, were trying to say, what are the fans moaning for? The fans are moaning for moaning because they saw this coming. Um, or some did. A lot did, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Phil says the Premier League won't sanction Triple Seven until they've punished Everton for the FFP. They want to let Chelsea off due to it being from a different regime, but they would have had to let Everton off if Triple Seven would have come in. Yeah. That's what it seems, wouldn't it? But who knows? Uh, Toffee Boy says we never seem to win without Dukes in the side. Hopefully that changes sooner rather than later. Well, yeah. Thing. Yeah, I mean, that was the... F- they won the fourth game. Well, I don't know whether that did three games or league games or cup games. The league, they'll be league they'll games. They'll be league games, yeah. Played loads. Mm. Um, I'm just looking for some of these. Lingard will replace Dan Juma, says Liam. Lingard, really? Mm. I can't see that happening, personally. Nordic Sniffle says the same. Could the Premier League be delaying the Triple Seven the f- decision to avoid the execution if the club is under new uh, management now? Um, Scott McTomney. Yeah, he'd, he'd be good, but there's no chance of Scott McTomney uh, coming to Everton. James W. The, <laughs> what a comment this is. The view of the free kick behind the goal looked like prime Pez 6. And it did. You're absolutely correct, James. It, it looked like it was a, a video of Pez. Hmm? Hmm? The, uh... Just seen this. Uh, Kane says, Is Dyche's biggest downfall? Trusting 13 or 14 players. Players seem burnt out, and because they've played too many games in a row, it's affecting the performances. Personally, I feel he should have used Dan Juma, Beto, Gomez and Dobbin a lot more. He's not Kane isn't Gomez's biggest fan, but you've got to manage your squad, whether they're good enough or not. I get the squad's small, but there's opportunities to rest players. Yeah, we've said this before, haven't we? Mm. We were missing players last night, obviously a big one with Decore. Um And we still got through the game, and I think that's to put more trust in players. Like, like Beto, that was a game from the start last night, in my opinion. Mm. Um And we've... There's games this season where the lack of lack of changes and mm. lack of trusting other players has probably cost us points because in games we've looked absolutely knackered. Mm. Well, when you look at like uh, Newcastle, the way they hit the wall, that was uh, that was Eddie Howe not using more of his players, trying to keep a, a certain amount yeah. fit and playing them and just thinking we'll just play them the next minute. Yeah. Injury after injury after injury, you can't do it. If, if Eddie Howe in that in your in your example there just accepted that one of the games was probably a defeat on paper and rested a few plays in that game and lost anyway. Mm-hmm. Then he might have won one of the games. Yeah, exactly. losing all three Until he lost the biggest week. one. Um, no, there wasn't Abigail because we were on, we were going to match. Uh, the blue says Pez six angle. What a shout! Um, Jenny says no one worth their salt will join us with our predicament. What predicament? They'll join if they want to play games, won't they? They're not, mm. they're not coming to Everton to further the career, yeah. as in, well, I'll go to Everton and they're going to be challenging, but 
there's a if it's a European player and their their country is at the Euros, and that lad's not getting a go, then oh, a they're loan, the kind he? of players you get on loan because they're trying to force the way in. Uh, plucky pl- plucky panda, easy for you to say. Says our strikers seem too isolated. What could they do to give them more opportunity to affect the game? To get people closer to them, yeah. isn't he? And maybe that's why games like last night where you are missing Decore suit better, stretch the pitch. But Dominic Calvin's losing not Dominic Calvin's not someone who can play with so much space around him. He flicks it onto nobody. Well, what can he do really? He made a couple of decent runs in behind last week, like last last week, last night. I thought, but like I said before, the final ball was shocking every time. Every cross was coming in too late to get them in earlier because he's that long, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And he might be able to get get on them first where the defender can reach you because he's like he's got the longest legs ever. But you're waiting to get crosses in, and there's, he's in the box on his own. Mm. Points in it, to get it in early. But final ball was shocking last night. And that's maybe where you need someone like Beto instead. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Because the way we play isn't... Um, isn't conducive to... Uh, to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. We're not, we don't get enough crosses into the box for him to attack. There's no bodies around him. So when no. it comes in, he's up against two or three defenders anyway. He's not a striker that can make his own goals, really. He has to flick it down you for know? himself. And, and he had one last night too. where he, he took a touch and hit it at the Gladys Street end. And it was the, the, he would have gone on two or three more touches and mm. steadied himself. He just, like, snatched at it. So, got to get more players forward. That's just a fact. And you need someone who's creative. Um. Bainey says the answer is no, don't let him go. We're so thin squad-wise and a couple of injuries away from putting too much pressure on young shoulders with the added pressure of Master's plan. Adam says, how on earth in 2024 can you still not watch your team on the television? Forget live streams of BBC and ITV have the rights to these games. How hard would it be to put the player on iPlayer? Put the game on iPlayer or ITVX? I understand it's difficult when there's 64 teams left in the tournament. But how hard can it be to broadcast eight replays over two nights? Having said that, I can't imagine I'd have enjoyed the game any more by uh, than just listening on uh, five live. Oh. But the point stands. If anyone have had to sit in minus four degree, four degrees cold, but but even there, like we were talking a few weeks ago about the FA Cup losing the magic, and you can't even watch two Premier League teams mm. in an FA Cup game on a Wednesday night on the telly. Mm. Nowhere, not even on, on a Wednesday. Uh, Steve, on a Wednesday. Steve P says the thing that baffles me with Beto is the way he has clear strengths and weaknesses. Yet we don't play to his strengths at all. We play to his weaknesses. He's not a target man. It's bizarre. It's bizarre to me considering Dom is in poor form. We have a player there who we could play to his strengths, i.e., playing off the shoulder, playing through balls down the middle with his speed. But we don't do it. He's nothing like Dom. Yet he's expected to do the same thing as him. As a Premier League manager in 2024, you should have multiple ways of playing to the strengths of your players. If we just expected them to be like for like for Dom, then we clearly didn't scout him because he's a completely different type of striker. Don't agree with what Ped said about him last night, not doing enough, because how is he supposed to do anything in five minutes at the end of a game? 
Uh, but like Ped said, it's horrible being a striker for Everton because you get zero service. The fact he refuses to even try and play both of them is strange to me. No, I I agree with I agree with that statement. To be honest, doesn't doesn't do enough. He was barely noticeable. Who better? Yeah, yeah. He, he was on for eleven, and he done more than Dom in the eleven minutes. But neither does Dom. Yeah. Dom's terrible last night again. No, he'd be Dom. Oh, that's fair. That's fair enough. But then the manager played like McNeil for the whole game. And he was Crystal Palace's best player last night. Horse Feather says, if his attitude is poor, let him go. Go and pay the money for Nontro or someone else will put in a shift. There's no point trying to be financially compliant. No point at all. What we do need to do is achieve 50 points in case we lose the 20. 50? You mean like including the the points? Well, we lose 20, don't yeah. we? We'd need about... F- we'd need to hit overall, but we'd need to hit like 50... 57 maybe 56 points if like so we're already we're on 27 so we'd need like another 30 points for the rest of the season yeah be tough that um, you never know though we get on a get on a good run get winter out the way winter's back, come back to back to uh, one game a week get our players back Drissa mm. Garnagay back Corey back get on a good run again Richie Kane says I'm surprised they're still interested to be honest if I was Josh Wonder I'd be renegotiating the price with Mishiri uh, Steve Kelly says alright lads hope you're both well standard of football last night was awful crazy how season ticket prices go up but the standard of player is getting worse it's the Premier League for you mate that is the Premier League for you sadly quality level is on the floor with it standards are terrible um, David says, I fully expect Triple Seven to take over, convert debt to equity, and then in a few more years after TV money, new stadium revenue, flip us for a profit, and I'm good with that. Fair play. Bainey says, Couldn't Moss just sell his shares to Triple Seven? What could they do about it? It's still after. I think he still have to pass that test. I mean, I don't know whether Machiri had to, but. Because he come in as a minority shareholder first, didn't he? And then become the largest shareholder or whatever. Or, or was he the last? He was the largest single shareholder, wasn't he, when yeah. he come in? But he was the, people still had all the other shares. But I, I think you probably still have to do some past something. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there, would it? Jack says, afternoon, lads. Hope you're well. Is it noticeable to you to drop off in our attack in terms of uh, getting up the pitch when Beto replaces Dom I know Dom isn't firing but I feel like we still carry more threat when Dom's on fair play no I, I think it's noticeable how poor we are in the final third when either of them are on the pitch Um, normally the problem Beto has and this is what I'd be saying if I was him you keep putting me on with five minutes left and six minutes left when your wingers are on the floor knackered because they've done 80 odd minutes and you won't replace them with other wingers. So we're not going to get a chance. That's that's more of an issue for the manager. But if he only if he only feels like he can trust 12 players, then that's that's what we've just got to get used to that, haven't we? That's, that means every now and again we'll have games like Wolves away. We get well, we will, absolutely but we will get leg. battered in games because if you, you can, players can't play all the time, all the minutes, all the time. 
They just can't. So we will get turned over. That's just that's the way it is. Then we just all have to accept that this is what it is right now. It's not very good to watch. We'll win games, we'll lose games. And that's it. But forget but about life. Ultimately, that, that is a mid-table Premier League team. Obviously, we're not there at the moment because of the situation we're in, but I'd say where we're at now in terms of what we're like as a team mm. and where we were. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying, I'm just game. saying that's the, the whole the thing of, like, I gave up weeks ago on wanting us to play nice, like, good football and attack and yeah. football because we just don't do it. But just a team that we just hope for him that we'll get a chance. But I, Never going to score a lot of goals. I think there's a difference between nice football and direct football. It's like it's a bit more direct. No, but going forward, I'm not talking about tippy-tappy bollocks. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about attack and play. When yeah. you think of Everton at Goodison, and I think back at you, no matter who the manager was, really, well, I'll say that. Bodies in the, the last few weeks. We'd always, we'd always be an attacking side. We'd always go after games. We don't do that now under... Sean Dykes, but but we're also winning games. So I'm kind yeah, of I yeah. just kind of go okay. Well, this is what we do, and we've had seven clean seats and eleven, which is good. It's just we're just not very good offensively, and that's just the way it is. And the players, when you look at the players we've got, we're not gonna be because we haven't got any pace. There's no pace. Our wingers, McNeil's got no pace. He can run with the but he's got no. He's not too quick. Slow. Jack Harrison's quicker than him, but holds on to the ball too much, mm. but works his bollocks off. They both That's work hard. Much. We've got Dobbins not ready. Dan Juma doesn't get a sniff. Dom's, is he quick? He doesn't really out-sprint people, but he's not slow. He can he can get there. Midfield, right now, hasn't got any pace in it, and they don't want to go forward anyway. They want to pass it back. So just the way we play isn't conducive to that anyway. So what Everton could do with this someone who is a bit of a runner, so we could mix it up. So you've got McNeil and Harrison to work right, and then you've got someone to come in who can either break the lines from midfield quick, get beyond them, or beyond Beto. Or you've got a winger who can you can fly down the wing and open teams up that way. It's all just packaged the same way. And it's why we're durable, it's why we're solid, it's why we've had seven clean sheets and eleven. Hard working and compact. And that's okay for where we are. We haven't got we can't spend money to bring in those players who who are difference makers and, and who create things from nothing yeah. cost money. And we haven't got any money. So what the manager's done really well is he's 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 gone, well, all right, well the first thing we can do is make us tough to beat. And then on that, we'll have moments either it'll be a set piece or it'll be we'll get a chance in a game and we have to take it. I'm I'm good with that. That's the way it is. I still think I, there's there's a few players there still got. No, a trick and then McNeil's got a, a good no, left foot. Of course there is. The skill. But, but I think one thing they are missing, <laughs> and you said it then, is the pace out mm. wide. I think a bit of pace changes. It's especially a hard-working team. Look at Palace, right? Palace, Palace are a hard-working team. They're just a hard-working team, but they've got Ezzy, and then when Elise's there, they've got Elise there. They're the they, moments they of quality. Quickly, Everybody so. else is hard-working and, 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 and mobile, and that gets you where Palace always end up, mid-table. That's fine, and that's where Everton are. There's no problem with that. You'd be, I'd be a bit more gutted if Everton had spent 500 million in the last 18 months on all of these flair players, and the manager wasn't playing them, and we were just kicking it long yeah. and opened. He's, he can only go with what he's got. You hope that as we move forward, the recruitment team start recruiting players who are difference makers as well. 
And so you have got someone who can play in a ten who's tricky. Someone with a bit someone of someone who's quick. Right. Someone who's right. someone who'll get on the ball and be brave. And then you can mix that with with uh, all of the the stuff that's being put in now, and you become a better team. Well, there's people yeah, like yeah. like I think Palace was a good example because they have got the players like Elise and Ezzy. They work hard. They get around mm. the pitch, especially Ezzy, and they've got that bit of quality as well. They can sack a few players on. They've got a little trick. Mm. Um. And they score goals as well. We haven't got someone who's quite like that, especially in midfield. I think that's maybe where you look at the core going out the side. I think someone like Delhi Alley in some games, especially at home where teams just sit in. I think Delhi gives you that something a bit different. Unfortunately, he's, I don't think I think we need to play at all. Yeah, I think that one's probably that shit. Maybe maybe, maybe that maybe Lingard is that player. We saw him, you know, how well he was for West Ham in a hard-working team and a bit of quality. The problem with Lingard goals, is, though... He's not played football for and a it's, while. And it's the other stuff, isn't it? What he's got, is. ironically, what he's got, Everton could do with. Yeah, as Like, a as a footballer, and then, but it's the other stuff. Yeah, He'll yeah. be doing bleeding TikToks if we get beat. Yeah, in the yeah. I mean, he might not. He might come in and have a good attitude. But, I mean, yeah. what you've seen so far from him yeah. and... Certainly of late. I mean, even Paul Scholes had to go with him the other week. You know, you're gonna get out the gym, lad, and actually play. Some that that season he had for West Ham, it was it was sort of like, you know, for me, it, it was like a turning point in his career. No, but, really, but he should have stayed. But he didn't. You didn't take advantage of that. Yeah, he should have stayed. Yeah, shouldn't he? absolutely. Um, gonna finish now, but someone said uh, West Country Blue. Anyone else think, despite all the bad blood, we should have brought Barkley. We should have brought Ross Barkley back. He's free, and he carries the ball. We didn't have anyone like that. They, they, the, you know, we've got to get past the thing of having a cob on and think about the team. But the manager obviously might have looked and just gone, he's not really what we need. So that's fine. That's you've got to listen to what the manager will use as well, haven't we? And we've seen it right now, haven't we? With Dan Zuma, I don't believe for one second Sean Dykes was saying, "Oh yeah, Anna Dan Zuma's who we need." Do you know what I mean? I think probably Kevin Felwell was like, "We can get this winger in." He's a forward, he can play two or three positions. We've already done a deal with Villarreal. We can get him in, he's an extra player, an attacking player. And the manager's probably gone, yeah, okay. If if you think that's a, the deal you can do and gives us an option. But I don't think if Sean Dykes would have sat down with the recruitment team, Arna Danjuma's name would have been high on the list. No. But, and Ryan, going to finish with you. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe. Hit the like button, subscribe, by the way. Ryan, I'm finishing with you. Who's been our best player so far this season? And it's Vitaly Michalenko for me. Every, You know, he's just got better and better. He was good again last night. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he's in really good form. He's playing that well. That last night, I was just like, yeah, that's that's... Michalenko, it's, that's it's like that's a Michalenko performance. Do you know what I mean? It's become a senior player. It's good. It's good. So long, listen, long may continue. We need <laughs> we need some more of them to do it. Brantwaite's been brilliant. The core has done well as well. Yeah, James Tarkovsky, I think, has been excellent. James Garner making himself Garner's an improved player. I still think there's more to come through from him. Ironically, I don't think Dwight McNeil's got anywhere near the levels he showed in the second no. half. But I'm hoping that Absolutely now not. he'll step it up. Harrison's been or yeah, but it's Michalenko. It's Michalenko. There's no question about it for me. But there you go. Um, right, be live on more than a game in about five minutes. I think it'll be Pedden's Jack. So get over there or just, or the links there. Just a, a little half an hour there. So get over, subscribe there, and watch them. See you later.